system is not ready. Please turn on the control. Welcome to the AgriCast, the official podcast at agrigamer.com. This is episode 43, and as always, I'm your host, Michael Camacho. My co-hosts are Ben, giving my damn wings, win, and Brian, bling bling, Bentley. That's right. And... Damn, you and your damn wings. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second, but first, let's go around the table and talk about what we've been up to the past week, but Brian, you've got to start this one off. Yeah, um, I have the uh, very uh, big privilege of uh, announcing that uh, I got engaged last week. Congratulations. Woohoo! I feel sorry for you, but woohoo! <laughs> now, I've gotten, a few, I've gotten a few of that, and only one person did the, oh, it's about time. <laughs> what, your, is it what, your mom? <laughs> My grandma. Oh, I knew it was one of them. <laughs> it's always yeah. one of those two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Grandma. Just I'm like, all right, thanks, thanks a lot, thanks for the support. But I uh, know everyone was really happy. Uh, did it in a park. Um, it was really nice. We, we really enjoyed it. Oh, very brave yeah. of you. Well, I mean, it was still light out, so we we probably wouldn't have gotten mugged for at least a half hour. Oh, okay. Um, it got darker, but uh, but yeah, I. I she, we were walking, I let myself get a little behind her, and I uh, went to, quote-unquote, tie my shoe, and I pulled the ring out, and she was just standing there talking away about something that was going on for the day, and she finally turned around and was like, you're going to do this now? And then, uh, so I said, yeah, and I asked her to marry me. Awesome. Oh. Did she cry? Yeah, yeah, she cried. Did she, like, all, like afterwards, you know, got on the phone, like, oh, my God, Mom, I can't believe it. No, no, actually she was uh she was pretty calm after we we sat and we right that right after we I did it we sat and talked for a little bit and um so no she had time to calm down you know she was still excited but she wasn't like you know bawling on the phone to her mother Thank God it wasn't her that said it was about time <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah that's that's bad Uh so but yeah very happy. Awesome. Thank you. Well, we're happy for you. And her. <laughs> yeah, we're happy for you. We feel sorry for her, but we're happy for you. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say that, but now you mention it. But... <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, so what about you guys? What have you guys been up to? Uh, ben, what have you been up to? Um, Started school last week and um, had my first day of my Intro to intro to design class, which I found out I was two weeks behind because class started like like early early this month, and I was like, um, okay, because when I signed up for for my classes, I I assumed I might be at most a week late, so I could you know caught up, get catch up, and whatnot. No, no, I'm two weeks behind. I have uh like five projects I need to do, and it's due within two weeks, and I have a quiz next week. So I got a lot of reading and a lot of projects to do. So, wow. get off Ion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have my girlfriend with me uh, yet again with me Beautiful. today. But other than that, I I don't think I'm going to see her for the next few days because I need to really need to buckle down and do this because I need to get caught up in class ends 
sometime right before Thanksgiving. So, wow, that's fast. Yeah, it is fast. <laughs> wow, definitely. Um, well, that's all. So, so yeah, that, that's that's what I've been doing, and you know, also looking for a job and all that good stuff. So, well, good luck, man. Yeah, definitely good luck with school and job search. Thanks. So, what have you been up to, Mike? Ah, well, after a long, eventful nine, ten days with uh, Hey Hey Chess, aka Nicola, in town, um, everything went great. We had a wonderful time. No issues. Family absolutely loved her. Of course. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, I wasn't worried. <laughs> um, I mean, well, yeah, good... the only thing you had to worry about was them trying to convince her to, you know, like, ooh, you're too good for her. Maybe you should. You know. <laughs> well, my stepmom might do that. My mom wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but um we had a blast um it was tough when i dropped her off at the airport yeah <laughs> uh so we're already working out i'll be going down there for thanksgiving making the 12 hour drive because it's about 200 dollars cheaper than flying exactly. so um she's trying to come up here possibly in october we don't know if it's going to happen just financially um, but she's definitely going to come here for Christmas through New Year's. Oh, yeah. Like, nice. she'll fly in Christmas Day, like, later in the day, so she can spend time with her family in the morning. Sure, of course. And then, so, it, that'll be nice. Um, other than that, I uh, had my Halo 3 ODST copy delayed by Amazon. Well, not Amazon, by UPS, who was supposed to get it here next day. Which, it was in Laurel, Maryland, here. Which is 20 minutes away by two something this afternoon. Now, if somebody's paying for next day shipping, you'd think they'd get somebody to deliver it, deliver it that day. Well, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna realize they just delivered it for free because I'm calling Amazon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Amazon <laughs> can get their money back and they can somehow refund or give me credit in some way. Because I pay for Prime and I expect them to deliver on it. No pun intended, honestly. Um. Only other thing that happened was, I woke up to my alarm going off this morning and my left le- left calf in a huge cramp. Oh! There's nothing worse than being stuck in a cramp that you're trying to basically knead out of your calf in serious utter pain, and you have your alarm going eh, 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 and, and you can't get to it. So I spent Ugh. five hours listening to my alarm go off while I couldn't move. Oh, that's Yeah. Ouch. So I walked around with a limp <laughs> all day because of it. I don't know if you guys probably have had them before. Oh, Usually yeah. when you don't have enough potassium or you're dehydrated, it happens. So I haven't had one in a long time. Or were you just getting old? Yeah. Definitely came from Ooh. not drinking enough water recently. Drink. <laughs> or enough beer, one of the two. <sighs> Actually, there's a funny story I'll give you real quick. <laughs> Freaking! Uh-oh. We my stepmom gave me a jug of sangria. Um, Nick and I pretty much finished it off one night, and we were we were ready to go upstairs. Well, I got kind of like a cold, so I took some Nyquil. <laughs> she said she's kind of like just talking to me in bed. Next thing she knows, I'm like out. I didn't move <laughs> till the morning when my dog woke me up to go to the bathroom. She said she couldn't sleep. She got up went to the computer for a couple hours. <laughs> I was so knocked out. She was like, well, obviously I can't do anything with, you can't do anything with me, so she, like, listened to the last podcast and did some other things. 
Oh. Alcohol and NyQuil. Fun time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't know? NyQuil's the, what was it, the 13th stop. Yeah. It was, um, oh my god, so. Other than that, just back to work. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I'll I'll say this though. I'm I'm just really glad that you and Nicola are really happy with each other. So. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody said that we just look absolutely happy together. <laughs> from family, and we even met up with one of my my coworker from work, and uh, one of the girls he knows from work, and we went out, and they were talking about how happy we look. So. That's really did you guys great. go do claw? Yeah, actually we did. <laughs> I didn't make the decision. I haven't been there really a lot, and somebody said, let's go to Duclos. So I was like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, awesome. I do miss her cooking. I bet you I do. I made grilled cheese tonight yeah. on my own and burnt the bread. <laughs> and it didn't well, taste the same. The thing same. is, she said put it on medium high, but I was using potato bread, so I think it burned faster. Because huh. I did it exactly how she did it, and it just both sides put on the first sandwich were like charred. I was like scraping it with a knife. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out. So I'm gonna try to start cooking <laughs> on my own now because I really miss her cooking. Awesome. Good for you. All right. Well, enough about that. Why don't we get into what we've been playing for once? I'll start off. Um, actually, Ben and I have both been playing these first two games. Um, we'll start off with Wet. Um, it's the game from Artificial Minds. I can't even think of it right now. I am having oh. a blank. Artificial Mind and Movement. Sorry. Game developers published by Bethesda Softworks. Um, I don't know if it's the first like third-party type title Bethesda's actually done that hasn't been in-house produced. I don't think it's the first, but it's the main one that's not with a company they've really worked closely with before. So it was interesting that they picked up this game. Originally, under Sierra, when Activision acquired them, they, this game got dropped. Um, it was very overly sexualized in the initial stages. I remember being very excited for this game. Everybody knows. I like the female protagonist, um, especially when I heard Eliza Dushku was brought on the project. Love Eliza Dushku. Sure, Nothing better than a hot Greek woman. Ugh. And um, so I got the game, um, pre-ordered off Amazon, got it for like 45 with the ECA membership. I'm telling you, everybody better get that. <laughs> um, and I've had an absolute blast with it. Um. Um, you basically have to constantly be moving and shooting, doing your tricks, doing the acrobatics, um, keep yourself in slow motion, and rack up the scores, rack up the combos, and it's just awesome. I don't know, Ben, what you thought about the action in the game. No, I agree with you. You, especially when you're in a room full of um, full of enemies, and especially guys killing you, and like, especially when a guy with a Gatling gun. Oh, yeah. Is shooting at you? Um, no, you 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 seriously have to be constantly moving, shooting around, um, doing different acrobatics. Uh, you can't be using the same one over and over again. Well, I, I what I find myself doing is like I'd be jumping and seeing you know how many enemies is in the room, and I'll switch guns right in the middle of me, like doing a slow mo. So I'll be like you know using the pistols at first, 
see how many enemies or how many enemies are close by. I mean, we switch to the uh, semi-automatic or the, the shotgun. So I mean, it, it's I, I like it a lot. I, I like the the action part. I, I really like a lot. The um, from aside from the action, the the puzzle part was. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it because, at at some points, I do like it. Other points was a little frustrating at times. Which puzzle part? But then I, you know, was that puzzle parts? You know, the you maneuver through the stage or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. The the stages sometimes can be very like um, packed together, and there'll be constant yeah. like rails that you have to like flip off of and poles you use. And I I agree. Sometimes you're like, wait, how do I get to this one? And it was like they put too much together to try to give you too much to do. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, okay, here's the best way to do this, and but I, for the most part, I found myself easily getting through the stages. Um, I thought the music is awesome. You want to talk about getting that Tarantino-esque vibe down to a T? I mean, some of the music, like especially when you're in uh, rage mode, and everything turns red, white, and black, the music during those. Uh, moments was awesome. Oh, they were. Yeah, like they definitely were. It gets you pumped up. It gets you moving. Um, I love the cars, the car chase scenes, where you're shooting guys, and at the same time, you have to pay attention to the quick time events. And the quick time events never seem forced or unnatural. Um, I like the fact every button you hit during quick time matches the buttons on your controller to whatever move it would be perfectly a lot of games will just throw any button at you to try to catch you off guard this one's like if you have to jump you're going to press the a button so if you know that you're she's about to swing the sword you know you're hitting x yep so it works perfectly i mean the quick time events never seem like oh my god here's another one um i've actually heard a lot of people slamming this game lately uh, listen to Rebel FM. They slammed it, and I'm like, I have a feeling too many people are looking for these epic storylines, these epic games that are going to be so engrossing with the story and all the characters. You know, I found the characters in this game to be great, by the way, but sometimes I love these games where it's just mindless fun. I'm not worried about what happens next in the stories. I just want to keep killing people. I just want to keep running through the stage, see what I can do next. And I think too many people are trying to be too serious with this game when it's not really taking itself seriously. Well, that was the one thing I noticed. Like the the storyline is a little lacking, but it, I'm like, well, it's a, almost like they tur- it's like a video game that's trying to be a movie at the same yeah. time. And I'm like, okay, I like that. Where I'm like, I'm getting a little break from like each stage or, or from like each board or whatever. I'm like, I'm watching some like old ass commercial that. You see, back in like what the 50s, 60s. Yeah, for theaters. I'm like that. I'm like that's that's pretty sweet. I like that a lot. Yeah, it was a nice and way to like, mask the loading times. Yeah, it, exactly. That's what you know. I, I, that's what I like. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, you know, intrigued by it. You know, watching these commercials and didn't know that it, that was that's what it was. It was just loading to the next part. Yeah, it actually so. didn't just show like a screen where it says loading. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it was nice having that. Um, the only parts I 
really had a problem with that really showed the faults of the game was the landmine part. Um, it's not a huge part of that stage, but it's enough to where you realize that Ruby just doesn't jump the way you want all the times, all the time, and sometimes it's just too touchy, and you'll find yourself jumping the, when you don't want to. Um, See, I, would, I I got through that part fine. I, my my only complaint about it is like when you when she's she's on a ledge or something like you know in a closed area and you want to find out where the next area is, and the I, I just have an issue with the camera angle. Like you can't move the camera as yeah sometimes as freely as you wanted to. Sometimes that was a problem. I was like, wait, where am I supposed to go? So I was just randomly jumping until I found what I needed. Yeah, exactly. That, that was my issue. Was just the camera, the camera itself at times, not all the time, but at certain times when she, when, when you know, when we're going to the board, and you climbing on stuff, that's where I have find the most issues. I have to. I mean, I know, I know they're trying to be like a, a movie where you can't, you know, a camera can't really do that during the movie, but still. Yeah. Um. What was the other one? I didn't like the. I don't know. If, I'm sure you got to this part. I didn't like the skydiving part. Oh, that frustrated the hell out of me. Yeah. I think I played through that board like ten times. Yeah, where you're before I finally accomplished it. Yeah, you're it. basically just memorizing the stage. It's kind of like you're dodging all these pieces flying at you while you're trying to get to this uh, parachute pack, and while you're free falling. And I was just getting annoyed. Like I was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> And I said that a lot during games, but this was like one part of a game where even afterwards it still bugged me. That and the landmines, and the one thing after landmines where you jump on a ledge and these flaming barrels start falling down at you, but there's no indication it's about to happen. And when you get to the top, there's no guy standing at the top that was doing it, so it's just these random barrels that are falling. Yeah, that's on fire. Yeah. I'm like, where's the guy that's... Yeah, there was, was no reason. I was like, what, did I just jump into a game of Donkey Kong? Hey, at least Donkey Kong, there was a, you knew where the barrels were coming yeah, from. Yeah, this one didn't. And I was just like, this is bad. Like, um, But I got to say, overall, I really enjoyed the game. It's just it's easy to forgive the faults when you get into some of these parts where you're just really focused. Like, Ben, I'm telling you, later on, you're in a rage mode car scene. Oh, and it's fucking awesome. Like, I thought that was one of the best parts. It can be frustrating at times, like all of them, because it's quick time. you got to be paying attention. And it's frustrating because you're trying to shoot and watch for the buttons, but it was just unbelievable. I was just having a blast. And I definitely got to say, if you don't want to go out and buy it right now, rent it or play the demo first. If not, I don't see this game staying at $60 for long. You'll easily pick this up by thirty to forty by the end of the year. Yeah, I was about to say like right around Christmas time is I, I think the price is gonna drop. Yeah, because it's easily a rental uh, rental game because that that's where I, I got it from uh, GameFly. So. So um and the other game both of us have been playing I uh, actually started early. Um, don't want to talk too much about the pre-selection or the head start itself. We'll discuss that later on in the podcast, but we've been playing Ion. And the game part is... I, I don't know. I've done the leveling of my Asmodian character three times now. And <laughs> I still haven't gotten bored of it. 
getting back up to level 12, 13. I'm having a blast. I mean, I think... I'm I'm having fun. I mean, this is my first time playing it through through that side because the um during the open beta I was playing. What, what were we playing? The Elios. Yeah, Elios side. And um, uh, you know, I was having a blast on that side. So, you know, since we're playing on the on the same side on uh, on the same server, you know, I'm I'm like, wow, this is like really similar to the Elios side. Yeah. So you know, I'm like, you know, loving up with Breeze and whatnot. You know, it's really fun. Um, I like it. I think. For me, because I thought I, you know, considering that you know it's two different, I guess races you want to say, yeah. that you would think that the customization might be a little different. Yeah. On both sides, but they're really not. There's only a like few. the voice. Yeah, there's only like you you notice a few difference, but like the voice for it, exactly the same. Yeah. I and I thought that you know since you're only choosing up to like three, that maybe it would be a little different. Especially since we're using all this yeah. um, gigabytes of space, anyways. Why not just throw in four more new voices? I agree. That would but. definitely be nice. And I don't know. I think the one thing that a lot of people are going to be very upset about when they play the game. Um, if you were a WoW player and you love the way WoW has you leveling, you will fucking hate Ion. You are not going to level to level twenty within two days. Wow, two okay. days. People do that less than two days now. Well, if you have the time, what I'm saying is, you're not going to level like that. And wow. Yeah. So. No, I no no. There's there's a lot more running around, a lot of backtracking, yeah. and um, in 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 this game than than you do in like any other MMO that I played. Like I've never gone through this much backtracking. Like talk to this person, okay. So I'm progressing throughout the to the new land, and then this person's like, "Oh, I need you to I need you to talk to this person," and the the person that he really wants you to talk to is in the previous zone that you were in. So you got to walk all the way back over there until like you finally reach to a, another area where it's got another where it's got a flight point, and then you're like, "Okay, this is easier where I can just fly over there." Yeah. Oh hell no. It, it, it's sorry. Are you guys supposed? To, are you guys trying to make the game sound good? Because wow, you just really turned me off. Well, this is one <laughs> of the things that makes it a very east Unique. eastern RPG. This is very Asian in style. They, it's nothing comes easy in uh, the Korean MMO scene. Um, but they've done a great job in fixing a lot of things for the U.S. market. Um, quest items spawn faster, um, drop rates are better, um, you don't have to grind as much as you used, you used to. When I played the closed beta, it was, I had to grind, like grind, grind, grind. Now with the patch, they put out the 1.5 patch in open beta, and they updated even further by the time it hit launch, and it's fixed a lot of problems, and you will level as you're supposed to if you're just doing quests. Until, of course, when you get to the end game and you're just spending all your time in the abyss, which I don't know what level you have to be to hit that, but I think it's like 40 or 50. Is, is, it, is the level cap at 40? No, uh, they moved it to 50. It was 45. Oh, was yeah. it? Oh, that's going to be a while. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to level like you would in WoW. 
it's not this gimme 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 environment um, the one thing I like is you have an account warehouse oh yeah and anyone can go in that vault any of your characters that's fantastic yeah I, would, I want now, one I don't know if it goes across servers no, but it's good because it's it sort of will cut down on the number of characters in the game itself yeah. because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I have a bank character. I have a character that his job is to hold stuff in the vault for me. Yeah. And that's his job. But Yeah, that's the thing I like. You could do that. So you could t put your money into this, and I believe anybody... I haven't tried it yet because right now our server which was the least populated for the East Coast, has now hit QE times, which we'll discuss later yeah. as well. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep me playing all these characters at once. I'm just focused on one till things quiet down. But yeah, the game's fun as hell. Looks fantastic. Oh, it lo looks beautiful. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Looks... A hundred times better than yeah. WoW. Well, the Crytek engine, I mean, they used it perfectly. So. Um, and I got the collector's edition, so I got a lot of pre-order goodies and collector's edition goodies. Loving it. <laughs> so. Um, I will say one thing about the trading posts or the trade brokers. I still have a problem you're forced to undercut other people constantly. I mean, it's a problem in all the games. There's always that one person who puts their goods like half price of the next low, next lowest price one. So now everybody's putting it at that price. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I know. It sucks. I wish oh, they yeah. just be like, hey, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> On, on, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about some more about that later. I know you. I know you have to let them do that, but it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, I actually found one guy selling cheaper than you could get if you sold it to a, mar a merchant. <laughs> really? I was like, well, I'm just gonna go yeah. I don't sell it. Over I don't here. understand that. I, those are people who are purposely trying to grief other sellers. So I just I'm gonna oh, go I sell it to the merchant because I really don't care that much. I should. Uh, I did that in in, uh, in WoW where um, I'd be, let's say I was a jewel crafter, so I'm making all these gems and whatnot. So I'm looking in the market, see how much how much they were going for, and then I would sell like 15, 20 golds less. And I, I put all my stuff on there. I walk away and like I get a, I get a mail uh, automatic, like as soon as I leave saying, oh, <laughs> someone just purchased your Actually, stuff. I'm like, oh. Speaking of which, this is one thing I like in this game that WoW doesn't have. Um, set, Personal sellers? Now, some people may not like this, but when you sell something, you don't have to go find a mailbox. You just go back to the trade broker and you get, you cash out there. Yeah. I personally like that because if I'm selling stuff and I'm still putting other stuff up and stuff selling, I could take it out right then. Yeah. I don't have to walk and go be like, okay, let me go to the mailbox real quick. Wait, you mean the mailbox isn't like ten, in Lot Row? It's like ten feet away, like not even ten. No, it's feet. over by the uh, respawn point if you die in the town. Oh, no. So you have to walk. No, it's in 
It's in the same room. Oh. <laughs> no. Even in WoW, they don't put it that close. So I got kind of annoyed that way, so. What, the, the bank and the uh, auction house? No, just the uh, trade broker. Just the fact that you can withdraw the money that from your sales right there. Yeah. So next time you go to sell stuff, you just cash out all the money that's in there. And then put up your new stuff. I prefer it all in one spot instead of trying to go here. To Let me go to my mailbox and get my money. Now I want to go sell some more stuff. Let me walk back. Yeah, the, the the one thing the one thing I I personally don't like about well I did I I really find annoying. I, it's not like I don't like. I find it annoying is that maybe I'm because I'm so used to used to wow and you know and, and having bag space and whatnot. That that's the one thing I, I find myself like limited is like just a limited bag space unless I purchase some more. But it just price keeps higher and higher. You, I didn't even uh, notice you purchased bag space. I need to do that. What's I need up? To purchase bag space. I'm going crazy. Yeah, I I need to do that too. I I forgot who I need to talk to about that, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm absolutely going crazy because I'm like I need the bag space. I'm like, well, my I'm, I'm at level eight right now, and I'm in dire need of bag space. I'm like, wow, this is sad. Yeah, I always have the first row filled up, and then I find myself quickly filling up everything else. Yep. It's worse at 13. I'm constantly throwing out stuff I don't need. I'm like, oh, man, a stone don't need that. <laughs> oh, I just go and sell it. Sell some of the stuff. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm in the middle yeah, of the So I just get yeah, rid of some no, of the stuff. Yeah, because, you know, while I'm questing, I'm collecting all the garbage stuff. Yeah. And I'm going and sell it because some of the items go for, like, ridiculous amount when you sell it to the bro- uh, when you when you sell it to the, the NPC. Yeah. yeah. Which is like... All right, that's how I made my money during open beta. That's how I make it I now, too. Yeah. Until, until you know, you, you start making stuff, I guess. Yeah, I still haven't but, figured out what I want to do for that yet. I haven't decided what I want my crafting to be. But we could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to become the MMO podcast or the Ion podcast. Yeah, good, because uh, I'm screwed then. <laughs> so... And plus, I'll have to hear it from Nicola. Why are you always talking about Ion? <laughs> she got on me because like eight or nine tweets of mine the other day were about Ion. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I tweet you right back. <laughs> well, let's get into a game you two have both been playing. You guys talked about it last week, but you guys have played it a little bit more, so you guys can give your further impressions on it. Beatles Rock Band. Awesome. Brian, you want to start? Uh, yeah, I guess, um, I'm still loving it. I, I have not finished it yet, uh, as far as the gameplay goes, probably because I'm just sort of enjoying it as, as I've been playing, plus we were kind of busy this weekend, but, um, there is one thing that's really driving me crazy, and that's at the beginning, every time I load up the game, uh, because I have the Wii, and we don't have a real hard drive, it asks me, would, would I like to, um, activate any, uh, any, uh, add-on content from my SD card. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, I should just be able to say yes once. And it does that for every single time after that. But it doesn't It doesn't keep that. It, it, I, it asks me every single time I load up. And that's just really frustrating. It's a very, very small thing, but it's, it's like every time I'm like getting, I see the opening credits, I'm getting ready, like, you know, the opening cinematic, I'm getting ready to play, I click the button, 
and I have to worry about whether or not I have add-on content for my SD card. So, do you? Not yet. There's nothing to buy yet because the um, the one song was only on Xbox 360 to begin with. The uh, the benefit song. Oh, okay. so, yeah. Uh, I don't believe that album. I don't think Abbey Road comes out for another couple weeks. How much is that going to cost you? Uh, it was seventeen dollars, I think, for the entire album. Wow. Or two dollars a song. Wow, really? Yeah. That's so, ridiculous. Um, I might not buy all of Abbey Road. I might not buy from that one. I the second album is uh, I forget, and the third one is Rubber Soul. I'll definitely be buying that entire album. That's my favorite. That's my favorite album there. So I'll be buying that one in in total. I'll be buying. Oh wait, none of them. No, yeah, I'm. Unfortunately, I I did send uh, send my copy back to GameFly. Um, I think today, but I I I enjoyed it when I was playing it. Um, I was playing the bass on expert and some songs on hard, but just the expert part, I'm like my fingers start cramping up. <laughs> like during the middle of like song, and I have to pause. I'm like, oh, that freaking hurts. Unpause yeah. and then continue play- try to finish the the song, but it it just it was just ridiculous. Like the just the rhythm that you know the Beatles, ha- you know the some of the songs that the Beatles were going through. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So, um, other than that, I mean, I don't have the issue that you were going through. I just pretty much start the game and. Let me start the game right away. So, right. Well, I, I had to ask David today. I'm like, do you have this problem, or am I the only one? And it must, it's a Wii only thing because they have the, you know, they have to check on the SD card for the mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't have to do that for Rock Band Two, it just knows I have content on there, and it just starts. It just refreshes from there. It doesn't ask me any questions or need any button pushes. Weird. Yeah, um, I just haven't figured that part out yet. But uh, so yeah. okay, what else have you been playing? Uh, of course, I got Lord of the Rings Online, and I've uh, been working on uh, Scribble Knots for a review. So it's it is a lot of fun. I mean, it, and it's so easy to play. I started, I was playing what last Tuesday when we were having the uh, the podcast, and I went downstairs and. Mealy Vanessa's like, so what are you playing again? So I showed her, and then she took the DS from me for the next hour and a half. Wow. I mean, that, I mean it's immediate, and it's very intuitive. Basically, you just type in stuff. Things appear on the screen. There are some... I've been running into some frustration with the... Uh, since the uh, camera's pushed by the D-pad and the buttons... You only control Maxwell. That's your main. That's your character. You can only control them by clicking on the on the actual DS itself on the screen. So I'm trying to like do something to make it easy for me to move Maxwell into position to to do what I need to do. But because I accidentally misclicked and I didn't click the item, I clicked a little bit off. He jumps into the lava. I'm like, dude, why would you do that? I just want a button that I can press that says Maxwell. Stay the fuck here. I'm gonna go over here and do something so we can win this level. Yeah. Except they don't have that. 
But uh, other than that, I mean, there's really, you know, uh, there's just so many ridiculous ways. It's actually almost as fun as talking to my buddy who has it, is talking to him about, okay, what did you do for this level? And he's like, well, I did this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even think of that. So, you know, it's just, cra- you know, it's crazy. Like, we had to kill, there's one one we have to kill um, three ninjas and a minotaur. And he just he just drew a drag he had a dragon and the dragon went through and slayed everybody. And me, I I drew I had a pirate show up, killed the ninjas, and then I killed the Minotaur with a Medusa. So I mean, just two totally different ways of 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 solving these puzzles, and and it's just fun to talk to one another and and figure out like, well, what did you do? What did you do? And see some of the crazy things you can come up with. So it's a lot of fun. It's if uh, you have a DS. It's definitely, it's definitely a worth a purchase. I think. Nice. So. I've been thinking about picking it up, but with everything I've got going on, I may have right. to do Zex that one. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean it, there are ten worlds, you know, plus a tutorial on the outside. But there's ten worlds, and each world has ten or eleven puzzles. And there's puzzle side and action side, so there's double the amount of puzzles. So that's like, you know, easily over two hundred puzzles in the entire game. So there's Plenty. There is plenty to do. Uh, that's about it. Oh, yeah. That's all you've been playing? Yeah. No lot row? No, well, I mean, I've been playing lot row on and off, but I've really been trying to play Scribble down so I can try to get this, so I can try to get done with this review, yeah. so. I don't blame you. Yeah. Alright. Well, it seems that's it for what we've been playing. Why don't we jump into the bargain bin segment? And as always, we'll start off with our bargain bin. Oh! <laughs> I almost forgot to laugh. Um, yeah, my bargain bin is from Steam, and they're running a deal with the Star Wars Jedi Knights collection, where you, for $20, you get a Jedi... Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, Star, uh, Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2, uh, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight Mysteries of the Sith, and Star Wars Dark Forces. All for $20. I think it's worth it just for Jedi Knight 2 and the Jedi Academy, honestly. Oh, I yeah. I love both those, those games. Games, those games were awesome. I mean, I might get it because I never played uh, um, Mysteries of the Sith. But all the other ones, I absolutely loved it when when they came out and I played it, played through it. So, yeah. I think the multi, I think it was multiplayer for Dark Forces Two. No, uh, Jedi Academy. I Jedi think. Knight Two and Academy both had multiplayer. Yeah. No, that was so, fun. Is, just hacking, slashing away. Is there multiplayer support then? Still, I mean, like, I are people know. still playing it? That's a good question. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but might. My, I think I might need to uh, read up on it and see. So, yeah, awesome. Nice. I remember. Oh, there is what? what? Six different types of multiplayer games, including Jedi Masters, um, Holocron, Capture something, Dual Deathmatch, and Capture the Flag. So there is multiplayer support. I might have to pick that up. And that's for Jedi Outcasts. Wow. So. All right. Well, Brian, what do you have? You have another uh, actual collection. 
Yes, uh, the Metal Gear... Wait, hold on, let me read up the whole... The Metal Gear Solid, the Essential Collection. Uh, for the PS2, it is Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3. Uh, and that is the director's cut. They they want to make sure that I knew that uh, for two and three, but uh, for twenty bucks on Amazon.com. So that's three games for twenty bucks. You really can't, uh, especially if you haven't played them. You really can't go wrong with that. Nice, nice. I'm not a Metal Gear fan, but I know there's plenty of them out there. Yeah. Um. As for me, I'm picking Virtual Virtual Fighter Five for the Xbox 360. Amazon has it for $12.43. Unlike the PS3 version, Virtual Fighter 5 on the 360 does have online multiplayer for the for the 360. So, can't really go wrong if you've always been a fan of the series, you can pick it up very cheap now. If you have Prime membership, you actually get free 2-day shipping, so Yeah, I was I had also seen that one. <laughs> you so you still you stole one from me this yep. week. <laughs> All right. Um. So we'll jump right into the game nights. Uh. We recently had our Burnout Paradise night. Um. Just t- always fun. Yeah, typical. Just crashing into each other, going crazy. Um. It was a blast. Uh. Had our Gears Two night. Ben managed to rage quit before the game even started. I didn't rage quit. <laughs> That's what we were joking about. We were like, damn, he rage quit and the thing didn't even start. <laughs> nice. So what did happen then? No, um, my girlfriend was really sick and she didn't have anyone to take care of her. So Aww. I went over there and I think I spent like two nights over there. So. Aw, so cute. I'm going to stick with the rage quit. It's funnier. <laughs> exactly. So what we had... Gears 2, um, Snappy, dude from Pwn.com, won that night. Um, Marielli came in third, I came, or second, I came in third, again. <laughs> Out of three, alright. So, um, other people who showed up, were Andy actually showed up, um, who else? I feel bad for not remembering names right now. But we had seven total. I believe. Nice. Yeah, I would have been eighth if I was around, but I wasn't, so. Could have used it. Yeah, I bet. So, but no, we also had, yeah. um, oh, of course, Chesty was there. She came in fourth right behind me. Um, Vulgar was there, and, um, Beast, uh, Vulgar's friend. So. Very nice. Yeah, it was sort of funny. On uh, I want to go back to the Burnout Paradise where, <laughs> where you guys were like, "Oh, Church is trying to take his revenge from the last time we played this." Oh yeah, because you got the cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. Oh. Um, had to end early because I had a meeting with the Pwn staff meeting that was pretty important. I couldn't miss. So, but that's one of those nights that stays there, and we always have a blast every month. Um. Let's get into our uh, topic, or excuse me, topics of discussion now. Um, we're going to drop our single topic and actually do quick hits, 
basically for recent news and other gaming related items. Uh, we'll start off with the Mo Modern Warfare 2 Xbox 360 um, was announced. Uh, $400 and you get quite a lot of shit with it. Um, it's a exclusive design for Modern Warfare 2. You get the standard edition of the game. I think that's my only problem. I think they could have charged 450 or something like that and gave you like this special edition like with the night vision goggles and possibly scale back to one controller. Just my opinion. <laughs> but it's got a 250 gig hard drive, two wireless controllers, wired headset, ethernet cable, composite cables. There's another problem I have. They should have thrown in an HDMI cable. Okay. They're not that expensive. Yeah. No wireless headset. Yeah. Because it's wired. No, those wireless headsets suck. Trust me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you want the wired the ones. Bluetooth, it doesn't even feel good on your ear. You get feedback. Really? Yeah. That's, yeah. Man, I hate having those damn cords now I'm stretching across my room. No, no, it plugs into your controller. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, then never mind then. Sorry. I thought I connected to the machine and you dragged it across. No, they're not like the PS3. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like it's not like the PS3, so. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. I personally am in love with this thing. It looks awesome. If yeah. I had the money right now to spend, I'd probably drop it on it. I would love to get a hold of this thing. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. What your opinions are on this? Yeah. Oh. It, it it really it really is one thing that makes you. Like and I don't even own a 360, but I if I was going to get one, this would be the one to get because yeah, it just makes you drool just looking at it. I agree. It looks a lot better than that Resident Evil red one. Oh yeah, it definitely does. I mean, you know, it looks nice and everything, but at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, really another one? I mean, can you uh, you know, can you at least give me maybe a system that probably won't red ring? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, that, I mean that's the one thing. I'm like, they keep on pushing out all these special edition Xboxes, but you know, it's, it's almost like how so, you know how we bash on Sony about you know give us the game. Hey, Microsoft, give us a working console that you know lasts more than maybe a year. Hey, I still have I, mine I, from 2006. Never broke down. Oh no, I still have mine, and mine only red ring when I first turned it on, as soon as I got it out of the box. But other than that, it's been working fine. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a red ring on either of my two systems. How about that? Well, lucky you, and here's a cookie. Hey, I don't <laughs> play mine nonstop like most people do that own 360s. I know that after three or four hours, the damn system needs a goddamn break. <laughs> yeah. And I never play that I mean, long. And I think that's what a lot of people have problems with. They play it too long, and they leave it inside like entertainment units that don't have good... Um, Ventilation, ventilation, yeah. Oh, mine, mine is wide and open. Like I turn it on, and I you, like I can just feel it. Just wanted to take off. It's like countdown. <laughs> like I tell you, if one of my control, if one of my three sixties broke right now, I'd run out and get this console immediately, though. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I mean, at least give 
you know, give you this special edition of Modern Warfare 2 since, yeah. since you was dropping that much anyways. If not the if not the night vision goggles, why not the uh, other version? Yeah, yeah it would be the special edition, wouldn't it? Because I, I, I the thought there was like... Hardened? Prestige edition is the one with the goggles. Yeah, what's the other one called? Yeah. Hardened or something like that? Yeah, Hardened. Something yeah. like that. Uh, something like that. Yeah, that, that, why not give them that? Why just give the standard? It just seems kind of like, hey... You're shelling out for our console of the game. We would, you'd expect the person shelling out that money would want the better version of the game. Exactly. I mean, you're dropping that much anyway, so why not? Granted, I I guess you could buy the prestige version and go sell the regular copy of the game for fifty bucks. Yeah, but and the problem is we're coming back to the exact same thing we always come back. People are going to pay for it anyway, so why? Yeah. You know, you can make all the arguments you want, but people are still going to pay for it. Yeah, and that's the truth. People will. I still won't do the Prestige Edition. I give Eric from Average Joe Gamer some credit. I there ain't no way. <laughs> I was like, I buy a lot of shit, but like even the Halo helmet one, I waited till it actually hit the same price as Halo Three on sale, six yeah, bucks. I'm- yeah, it was on sale at Circus City for like maybe lower than that actually for a while because they still had some like I'm like really you guys still had this in stock? <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I that's the that was the one the one item that I did not get I'm like if you're gonna give me a helmet at least let me wear it instead of like have it stuck where like it's supposed to be like hanging somewhere in the room. Yeah, that was a- at least let me wear the damn thing. That's why I didn't buy it. I was like, oh, I can't wear it. Well, I'm not gonna pay a hundred. Fifty dollars for twenty. Exactly. Wait, Eric from Average Joe so Gamer is going to get the pre- prestige yeah, he edition. He's going to hang it in his man cave. Or set it uh, up. Yeah, that'd be worth it. Well, I guess I'll be joining the same boat with him then. You're getting it. I have a pre-order on Amazon. That's a hundred fifty bucks. I wish I had done the trade-in program they had, where you got like an extra. Like fifty dollars or something, or I can't remember what it was. It was like you got this, you know, you got fifty percent off a game, whatever your trade-in value was. I think it had to be over sixty bucks. And they had another thing. Oh, then you use the ECA discount, and you got an extra fifteen dollars off. People were getting it for like thirty bucks. Yeah. You know, it was some crazy amount. I think um. Uh, who was it? Do, 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 I'm trying to think. Uh, crap. Um, cheap. Uh, the CADcast, cheap ass gamers. They they wrote up something about that. Yeah, I think that's what where it was. Where the guy was saying how you yeah. could get it done. Yep. All right. Well, I think we all agree that we're all down with this. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 360. Let's get into the next bit of information real quick. See, I'm done with the look. I just not done with the whole. Well, some of the things, some of the things on there could have been a whole lot better to to make it worth it. But but overall, overall, if I had the money, I'll I'll get it because it just looks so damn sexy. 250 gig hard drive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Our next item of uh, news um, comes from Kotaku, and 
they basically had Sega accidentally Sega of America had a leaked document that came out and there were two separate articles one discussing that PS2 and Dreamcast games were coming to PSN Wow! and the other thing was that the PSN could see its own import store that'd be cool now um, let's talk first about the PS2 and Dreamcast games hitting the store. I think this is great. It shows that backwards compatibility, at least they're trying to do something to bring it to the PSN. Yeah. Um, looks like they're finally listening to the gamers. Um, hopefully we'll see some decent pricing, though. Hopefully, maybe... You know, I think what was the most that people have been seeing is like what, twenty bucks for a game or something like that. Um, right now, I know PS One games have been at between ten and well, six and fifteen dollars, depending on what it is. Was it six I mean, and ten? You know, I can't remember what. You know, because you know, I I know a lot of people want to play you know, Sh- Shadow Colossus again or something like that. Eco. You know. Or- um, would be one of them that a lot of people would pick yeah. up. I'm just hoping they keep it at $20 or less. Um, I think it's the. I think this is a great idea. I mean, PS2's got a huge library. And think of the money that they'd be ranking in, too. I think a lot of people would, because a lot of the collectors like me, um, for the really big RPG games like a Persona three or four I have the game disc yes but if I can keep it in good condition and buy a downloadable copy like I did with Suikoden and Final Fantasy 7 so I don't have to mess up <laughs> the one I'm collecting I gladly lay down here and there some extra money sometimes depending on the price yeah, yeah depending on the price exactly yeah, that's a huge well, part that's of the it thing. Suikoden for PS1 was six bucks I was like fuck up I'll buy that for six bucks I'd rather keep my copy in good condition because it sells for up to eighty dollars. <laughs> no, I, I do like the the Dreamcast um, games also that's coming to. That'll uh, be awesome. Possibly, yeah, because there, there was a there was a lot of games yeah. that I liked from the. But I think if they're bringing out Dreamcast games, this kind of kills the whole rumor of Sega bringing out a console. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, see, here's my thing though: like, if they're gonna do that. Are they going to release, I don't know, some of the Japanese games that, that never reached the shores? Well, that's the next part of this is the fact that um, that imports could be hitting. Um, there's a possibility of an import store, and we will see what happens. Um, the document says Sega could put Japanese games directly on PSN for download in a special Japanese import section. Pricing $10 to $40 for full games. And how Sega might need to localize menus at least with subtitles. Yeah. That's going to drive up the cost. Yeah. Well, they're specifically talking about the Yakuza series because they're 
they don't want to spend all the money for bring Yakuza 3 over here and localize it. I yeah. personally think this would be a great idea because they could bring out Yakuza 3 and hopefully just subtitle the whole game. <laughs> Which doesn't cost much at all to do. I mean, the change of text to English does not cost a fortune. Um, no. And you could sell it on PSN yeah, and import. Pay people to localize it. Yeah, but just, I don't care, just subtitle it. You don't have to localize the game in any way. Keep the names exactly. the same. Do... I don't care if it's broken English. Just let me understand what the fuck is going on, and I will pay you $40 for Yakuza 3. Exactly. Because <laughs> so many people want just... it, but I don't want to get the game in Japanese. Just Yeah, just keep all the original voice acting, you know, the character's name or whatever, just subtitle it. I mean, and I highly doubt it's gonna. It, it costs that much just to subtitle it. I already buy Japanese games off the Japan Japan PSN store all the time, so this is like huge news for me. It's like, how much money am I gonna save instead of spending sixty to seventy dollars on an import game? I can now spend forty dollars or less. But it's going to have to be a... I'll probably do $30 or less, considering that's less than half price. But I just don't want to have to pay. I just hope they release some things like um, the Miku Hatsune cosplay outfit that came to home in Japan needs to be released over here. Hopefully they'll start doing things like that. Maybe Sony... I mean, Sony realized that they this with the region coding and dropped it. So... They knew how many of PS2s were hacked to play import titles. Why not bank off of that money? Exactly. And a lot of PS2s were, <laughs> were um, hacked and modified. Well, yeah, because people wanted to play some of the Japanese games, so why not? I mean, if that's the only way, then pff, sign me up. I agree. Um, so this looks to be an awesome idea. I don't know, Brian, you own a PS3 as well. What do you think, like, of the import store, do you think? I, I think it could be huge in a very, very small select market. And I, uh, first of all, I, I, to be honest, I, maybe these localization costs might be a little bit, but I think the amount of money that they'll make from doing this far outweighs any expenses they might have. Yeah. You know, from well, I think one of the biggest so. things, the games that will benefit the most from this, even if you don't localize it, but maybe you do the menus only, are fighting games. People can finally play some of the little off-brand, just very unique fighting games from Japan that you never got to play. And they'll be like $10. A lot of fighting game fans are going to pick those up. Just to give them a try, and all you all you need to know in fighting games is okay, what menu does what? Mash button. Exactly. Yep. I think it'll be a great thing. I know at Otakon, when I go to Otakon, they always have fighting games set up and imports and all that. Import games are always there, and people just pick up and play. Those are the think are the biggest sellers, and like I said, Yakuza, Yakuza Three will be a huge seller. Um, alright on to the next topic um, we'll get in real quick we're not going to spend a lot of time on this as we talked about this game a lot earlier on um, the Ion launch and um, the things that happened with 
seven hour queue waiting in queues queues for seven hours. I can't even talk right now. And um, some other slip ups that happen, especially during pre selection. Um, we'll start off with the pre selection. If people weren't following um, the Ion people on Twitter, especially um, <laughs> you, um, pre selection was pushed back by about forty five minutes. What can you can you explain more about what pre selection is? Okay. Um, for everybody who pre-ordered the game and had their account set up as pre-order through NCSoft, you got to pre-select two characters on any on any server. Um, basically, it let you lock that name down. So right. if you want to make a character you're going to play later and a character you're going to play now, you know these names are going to be pretty um, sought after, you can set up your name. And go back to it later. Um, I made the mistake of doing one of them on a server called Asfel, which turned out to be the most sought-after server in the game. Um, which brings us to the Ion launch queues. Oh, but real quick, let me go. I, the pre-selection was pushed back 45 minutes because people were missing Ion from their NCSoft launcher. Like, the game disappeared. I had it, so I'm sitting there going, fuck these people. I have mine. Let me get in there. <laughs> Let me in the game. So people... The other part is they didn't close down the login screen. So you could log in and you'd sit there trying to get to a server. Or to the server screen. So it was lagging their servers to push out patches. <laughs> so they're like, we have, we have thousands of people trying to hit our servers at the same time. Some for patching, some trying to access the game. So that got pushed back, and then finally Sunday, it finally the game finally launches. Well, there's queues all over the place for servers, and it's not like you're waiting like 10, 20, 30 minutes. It's an hour, two hours, four hours on one of the servers I tried to get into. One oh. guy actually screenshotted seven-hour wait. Now, I'm sorry. NCSoft, you've done quite a few MMOs. And I know this happened in WoW's initial launch, but that was years ago. You've, we've had time to figure out these problems and fix them. I'm tired of hearing people say, well, this happened in WoW. This is a, couple, this is a few years later, and a company that's done this before. Right. You admitted a record was broken with over 400,000 pre-orders for an MMO. Hello? You're expecting 400,000 people to slam your fucking servers. And you're telling me you're not prepared? You're going to use Q, a queue system? I can understand saying, hey, no, no more characters of this race can be created on a server because it's overloaded. So let them jump over to the other side, but don't make a queue system. Well, I think part of the problem is is maybe they didn't want to take, they didn't want to pull, you know, like an Age of Conan, you know, where they have all these, you know, servers and backup and whatever, and then all of a sudden all the support for the game falls out, and then there's yeah. nothing for them to, you know, they have to, like, downsize yeah. whatever. Oh, I understand that, but when I spend $70 for the collector's edition, I can't even play the game. Right. There's a problem there. Um, I don't know if it was you, Ben, or somebody else I was talking to. 
that said, oh no, it was my coworker at work. He goes, well, you signed that agreement. And I'm like, I signed that after I pay for the game. <laughs> that little uh, privacy and... Which you would continuously have to hit every single you know, time you log yeah, in. Which is annoying. But my thing is, when you do that, not just it's a privacy agreement, it's also stating these are the rules, regulations of the server. This could happen at any time. We could take down the servers at any time. But the problem is, when you post that to me after I've already pre-ordered and have the game in hand at $70, and you're handing me these cues, I have a problem with that, because I've already paid for the game and I have it in hand. I can't send it back when I've opened it up. Exactly. And use the activation key. You can't sit there and do that. And I hate to say it, you either got to build more servers or create more room on these servers. I think I think eventually I think with you we'll see within the next couple of weeks that, that more servers are gonna be um released or whatnot and then you should you should you'll be able to see the numbers yeah. and the lag time uh or the queues well, just slowly disappear. I know the queues will disappear as people level and they get out of certain areas because they don't want to flood like thousands of people in one area trying to quest at the same time. I understand yeah. the need, but seven hours is fucking ridiculous. I agree. At that point, you need more servers. People can say, hey, stop bitching, stop QQing. But no, you're spending good money on this. And people keep saying, oh, your first month's free. Not really. I paid for it by buying the game. If right. I can't play that first month, I expect to be re reimbursed um, for that month. Right. Luckily, I haven't had many problems. I think the most I waited today was 15 minutes on our server. I think the longest I waited was uh, 30 minutes, just, yeah, 30 minutes, so. And another thing real quick before we jump to the next topic, they have been kicking people that are sitting AFK for 30 minutes, fine, but there's people who have gotten around this by opening up stores, like personal stores that can sit there as long as they want. I'm sorry, if you're AFK with the store after, give them two hours, you have a store, you're trying to make money. Oh, Maybe you step no, away for a second. No. Fucking kick them off. I don't give a shit if you have a store, but some of these people have one item in their store that's way overpriced just so they could sit there. I don't understand that. Why? I mean, why? And the problem is you go into some of these areas and there's like 20 to 30 people in this town all set up with stores just because they're idling. Bullshit. Kick them off so people who actually want to play the game can play the game. Right. I don't care if they that have to come sense. back every hour and a half and move their mouse or something or move to another spot on the map and then reopen the store. What I I guess I don't understand why why do you need to have it open? To not be logged out. Because after 30 minutes so, of AFK, they'll log you out. Because right now they can't right. have you sitting in the game. There's other people who want to play. So they're getting around right. by creating a store and just walking off or going to work or whatever. I, I guess, I mean... I. Have the wait times been that so bad that they need to do something silly like BAFK for hours? Yeah, the four hours, seven hours. I know one of the servers I tried to get in today for the Elio side just to check out to see what it was. It was still about an hour wait. Wow. And I'm sorry, you got to start booting these stores at least until the servers are fully ironed out and the game's fully functional without having to worry about queues. 
you, you gotta make, you gotta do something at some point and say, sorry, you can't have these stores up for this long without doing anything. Maybe it'll actually force these people to interact with the customers buying stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either that or just like put, they need to put like a cap of how long you can keep your store uh, open. And then after that, they need to uh, come back and then have to reopen up again. Like, I don't know. You know, you said you said 30 minutes if you don't have a store open. I said two hours. Two back. hours. That way for these people who try to do it when they go to work, <laughs> or when they go off to sleep, within two hours they're kicked off. That's so funny. See, I think two hours is too long. That. I still say two hours is too long. I say about 45 to an hour. I don't, because if you're going to get dinner or something and something happens, hey, two hours will give you time. Two hours is not that long, but it keeps those people who are just waiting so they can get home from work or get or wake up to get right back on without having to worry about a queue. Yeah, those hilarious. are the people I'm trying to weed out, which are probably hundreds and thousands. Uh, I... That's just my opinion. That just, this is that just blows my fucking mind. Yeah, I mean, but this is a game that was more anticipated than I think anybody ever thought. Hell, look at me. I'm a, not much of an MMO guy, and I'm loving it. So, I guess I just don't. I don't know. I guess if I was away, if I was waking up, I could click in and log in and wait while I get breakfast. I, I get never mind. Sorry. No, I know. I'll, if it said seven I just, hours, I, I would go take a nap for six hours. <laughs> or go play something else for six hours but still they said people are getting disconnected while waiting then just to jump back into a line ah uh, that sounds like the good old days but yeah and I'm like uh. you're too established of a company to be having these problems just my opinion on that I still love the game and I know it's not going to be like this forever it's just the launch I mean it just launched the other day yesterday So that's the Ion launch QEs and their slip-ups. Um, let's get into... Alright, we're going to go into the final topic real quick. And it's the slip of the Wii HD. Or the possibility of this, because we don't want to just say it was slipped. Um, the head of Square Enix um, happened to make a quick mention. Oops. And actually, the guy who does No More Heroes said after No More Heroes 2, he would love to do the next one on the next Wii system. Oh. And the Square Enix guy said he expected Nintendo will release the new Wii in 2011. Uh, does that any... Do you guys actually plan on buying this? What, Wii HD? Yeah. Um, only if it steps up the graphics to 360 and PS3. I mean, unless it's not, if it's not on par with the other two systems. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, when we're talking about, like, they really will have to, they're going to have to tape an entire another GameCube to that. No, they're going to have to tie another four or five. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm uh, under-exaggerating. The point being, they're really going to have to up the horsepower on this thing to make it viable for what we're for what we're talking, what we what we're yeah. desiring for it. 
you know, to get to make those levels. I, oh, I just don't know if Nintendo's going to do that. Do, do, do you guys feel like this is, this might be like a, um, almost like a prelude to a rumor of Nintendo making a new system? Because by 2011, wouldn't it be time for Nintendo to release a new system? I don't know. I think everybody's trying to push longevity at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be the longest um, console generation of all time. And I think it, that's to the fact that most haven't even pushed the limits on any of the systems yet. Um, and the fact that this recession, people don't have the money for a new console at this point. And honestly, right. I see it as a blessing. I'm not ready for a new console. Normally around this time, I'm like, okay, when's the next console coming out? Next year should be the next right. console. When is it? I'm not excited. I'm ex- still excited for games coming out right now. Right, exactly. And and I think a big part of it is, especially like, like Mike, you said with the recession, is that people are only just now getting into this generation of console. I mean, like, I've only had my PS3 for for a few months yeah. at this point. You know, and it's been out for three years. I finally just had enough, you know, money to get one. Yeah. So people are just getting into this market, and I, I agree, Mike. I think there's just a lot of untapped potential at this yeah. point. Well, look at the fact that in the PS2's life, before the PS3 was even released, or even the 360, there was three GTA games. How many sequels have been on the modern console so far? Gears 1 and 2. I mean, honestly, there hasn't been many with multiple titles in this generation yet. Mass Effect 2 finally hits next year. <laughs> Mass Effect 1 came out in 2007. At the end of 2007. Yeah. They, it's taking longer to develop these massive games with better graphics. Even the companies aren't prepared for a new console. They're, oh, they're no. still There's working no on the titles of right now. And the series of right now. Like, Mass Effect 3, whenever it hits, if they're truly continuing all your saves, what's going to happen on the next system? You're not going to be able to do that shit. It has to come out for the 360. Yeah, exactly. Unless Microsoft knows that they're going to have everything completely backwards compatible, and your saves are going to jump over to your new hard drive onto the new system, which probably won't happen. Yeah. I personally, but with Wii HD, I, I'm not looking to buy it. I, Muramasa was the only reason I turned my Wii on, and since I've finished it, I haven't touched my Wii. <laughs> um, I can't see the Wii HD really making me jump out of out and being like, hey, I gotta go buy one the minute it comes out. Really? I don't care. Nintendo hasn't proved that they can put out games worth me buying another console at this point. Yeah, I I just don't have any excitement for it at all because, like, why? Sadly, uh, my 360 collection is more than both my PS3 and Wii games combined. <laughs> yeah. And I think Wii, I think my Wii collection might beat my PS3 collection at this point, or tied. But that's only because I've been getting them cheap off Guzax and a lot of the party type games. For when, at some point, I'll probably have somebody over that wants to play them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like three of those titles are imports. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna get it. I don't. There's just. I don't know. I mean, there's. They, I know there's gonna be a, a couple games that's coming out, like the new Metroid. Um, this the Mario Brothers series, but other than that, I just don't see myself getting one. Because, okay, I'm gonna play the three games and be done with it. I mean, hell, Brian, when was the last time you? Well, besides playing Rock Band and whatnot, I mean, played any other games on your Wii? Um, uh, honestly, I can't. I that, can't think that Chef game or whatever. Yeah, Order Up was probably the last one <laughs> I did, and and I got that you know, in the used section at GameStop for like twelve bucks. Yeah. It's just so, not yeah. a system where us as the hardcore gamers are really like, oh, a new Nintendo system. We're all like, meh, whatever. Nintendo hasn't yeah. proved themselves with this one. It's great when you have people over, but you don't really give a shit when you're just sitting there by yourself. Like, honestly, just <laughs> Brian, if you had gotten all the Rock Band stuff for your PS3 instead, that we yeah, wouldn't I would never... fucking get turned on. <laughs> no, I would never get turned on at this point. Until Super Mario Wii comes yeah. out. That's what I'm saying. And there's no reason for a Wii HD. And I think Nintendo's going to shoot themselves in the foot if they try to jump, push it out. This is The thing is, people are still going to buy <laughs> We're back to people are still going to buy what, it. At, what the, what's the price going to be? 250 or are you going to have to make it more? No, they'll have to make it more. If they're going to make it more powerful... The people the who already bought the Wii for the party system it is aren't going to upgrade. They're going to be like, whatever. No. No. Unless they come up with games that's for the Wii Parents HD. Parents bought this because <laughs> it was a party system, great for kids, and it was the cheapest exactly. system on the market. Yeah. They didn't care what the graphics looked like. Wii HD, these same parents are going to be like, it's how much? Sorry, you can go get a 360 or a PS3. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to have to be at least 300 I'm yeah. guessing. It'll have to be... It can't be higher than any of the systems on the market. If the no. if the other ones dropped to two fifty by that point or two hundred, it would have to come out for two hundred or two fifty. I would expect that what they'll what they'll probably end up doing is coming out at two fifty with the Wii HD and then moving regular Wii's to two hundred. I say one fifty. They're gonna have to go lower than that, or else they'll never sell a Wii HD. It's Nintendo. I know, but look at yes, the DSi. Eventually, you're gonna shoot yourself. Yeah, but the DSi is not selling that well. No, it really isn't. But I, I'm just saying that's that is how that is Nintendo's mo. That's what they do. I know. But we shall see. I, I know. I'm, I think we're all in agreement. We're not looking forward to that one. Not unless something comes out with it that's gonna, you know, blow your freaking mind. Yeah, and I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. But yeah. So, well, that about wraps up our discussion topics. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the new format of having multiple topics instead of us just rambling on 30 minutes on just one and shooting off in different directions from time to time. <laughs> but we're so good at it. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, we're all going to get out of here. Um, you know how to find us. Um, actually, hold on one second, guys. I almost forgot. I don't feel like an asshole if I don't get to this. Uh-oh. So you're going to have to stay for just a little longer here, Ben. Um, <sighs> Christopher writes in, we got our first letter 
Being oh, nice. Cash. Yeah, that's why I was like, I gotta get to this. Christopher writes in, aka Gamertag Red Run, says, I have been an of the MMORPG scene for over five years. The last online RPGs I was playing were Ragnarok, Final Fantasy XI, Fantasy Star Online, and EverQuest. This all wow. happened when I made the switch to gaming on my consoles only. Just recently, I decided to try the World of Warcraft two-week trial to see what the fuss is about with this game. I never suspected that I would ever catch the wild addiction people are talking about. Completely blown away and really enjoying the function and features that really work with work better than any MMO I played in the past. I know. Welcome to 2005. Recently on the podcast, though, you've been talking about Ion and talking some good things about it. Also, I've seen some ads for PerfectWorld.com with their launch of free MMOs like Ether Saga Online, Perfect World International, and Torchlight when it finally becomes an MMO. My question is, with MMORPGs being plentiful this time around, which route do you think have a better ground? The subscription-free microtransaction games or pay-to-play games? Do you think and do you think Ion will ever come to the Mac eventually? Uh, we'll start with the first question. Um, I think right now, pay-to-play will be the better ones because they're going to have more production. Um, when people pay $15 a month after already paying for the game, that's all money in their pocket to, to produce more and do better. I mean, that's why WoW can keep putting out with these huge expansion packs. Um, that's Speaking of WoW and the expansion, they released another patch today, which brings out a next year, but we'll go into that. To, for me, though, I would say it's all based on your income and how much, you know, if you have a job or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and if you have some sort of income coming your way, then, you know, then the pay-to-play, you know, would suit you and if you have the time to play it. Because if you don't have the time, then why are you going to waste your money and time on playing a game that you don't have the time for? Um, then that, that's where you go with the free-to-play uh, and, and stuff like that. That, that is my, my own personal opinion because, I, you know, when Torchlight comes out, I'm going to get it because I had a blast playing it, playing it at PAX. Um, but, you know, other than that, there, there's also some other... Uh, free MMO, uh, free MMOs out there, um, like Dungeon Fighters Online from Nexon. Uh, that's uh, I think that's gonna be coming out soon. Uh, Maple Stories is also uh, always well, you a popular got Neo one. Steam, which I played and I had fun with. Exactly. Um, Neo Steam is a, is another good one right there too. So there there is a quite a few a good free to play if if you don't have the time and money. But if you do have the time and money, then get some of the better production ones like WoW, EVE yeah. Online, Ion. But that's the thing. Um, you wouldn't have the beautiful games like Ion that use a Crytek engine if they were microtransaction. They're not going to make the money off oh, no, of it. No, so, no, exactly. It well, depends on what you're looking for. Like you said, if you have the money or not, but at the same time, do you want the bigger production games like WoW or Ion or Champions Online, or do you want to go with the ones that you really don't care how well the production is or how beautiful it looks. You just want a fun time waster to play that you don't have to invest mm-hmm. a lot of money in then go with the microtransactions but yeah i think i think there's you guys have made a good point with that and i'll also add it also depends on the kind of environment the uh, you know social environment you're looking for um like i met my girlfriend through puzzle pirates but that is more of a you know a little more laid-back environment you're going to have a lot more mother you know like mothers with children 
um, who are able to put in a little bit of time, but you know, you know, they they're on tight budgets or you know, or whatever. I mean, so I think you got to think about that as well. I think if you're going to if you're looking for a hardcore environment, then you know, your WoWs, Lotro, Ions are going to probably be a little bit better for you. Um, if you're looking for something a little more laid back and like then said, you know, a little less of a time, um, a time, cons- you know, if your time's constrained, then yeah, definitely a microtransaction or free-to-play MMO would be a good choice. And on the last question, do you think Ion will ever come to the Mac? Um, I think it all depends on the sales. Um, yeah. If it continues to do well, I mean, they're not going to turn down more money. It'll come to the Mac, but it's all going to depend on how it does in the long run. They're not going to... I think it's also de- depending on uh, NC Soft whether or not they want to bring it out to the Mac. Because if they if, if it would have been... If they wanted to bring it out to the Mac, they would, they, were, they would have done so in the Korean market by now. Yeah, but I think this is the U.S. market that has a bigger Macintosh um, yeah. population. So, see how it does... And I would bet by next year you would hear something about it or not. Um, maybe maybe we'll, we'll find out, you know, whenever we hear it from Macworld or something like that, you know, Apple's convention. But sales or whatnot, I don't know. Can can an Apple uh, support the Crisis Engine? Um, Honestly, I don't, I don't know. It, it may be at the lowest settings. They might have to manipulate it a little. So. Yeah, because that that's the one thing that you know that 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 would makes me think that it probably won't come out to the Mac because know. of the Call engine. of Duty Four got on the Mac, so I'm pretty sure anything's possible. So true. So, but we'll see though. It's also it's depending on developers. I, I know WoW came out for the Mac and PC yeah. because I think you know that, that that's that's what Blizzard wanted to do was make sure everyone. Yeah. PC related was able to log on. Well, that's why I said it's not going to be based off the sales of the game. It's going to be based off of how many subscribers stick around and keep joining the game. If you continue to see this game grow like a wow, you'll definitely see it on the Mac. They're not going to turn down more customers. So, absolutely. So, Chris, gotta thank you for your question. We appreciate it. Definitely. Yay! First one. (laughs) So. On that note, we are out of here. Find us at the typical spots, whether it's Quiglin, Church4252, or me, G Nitro. Leave off the dash. You can find us on Twitter, Pwned, or any other social site, pretty much, except for Quiglin. He's kind of a social site snob. Yeah, I, I don't want. Uh... That's a big negative on the Facebook. <laughs> Although, with all these people talking to me about, you know. The engagement and stuff, it's almost becoming a necessity. <laughs> blah. Which, blah. That's a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, once again, congratulations <laughs> on your engagement. Well, thank you. Congratulations to you. I feel sorry for her, though. Oh, man. Don't your girlfriend's <laughs> right there, dude. Trust me. We'll be saying know. that to her. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> well. Alright. Alright, and we are out of here until next week. Peace. Later. iTunes! iTunes! Yeah.